This is worth so much money and why so many people fail. They focus on the money because they see the highlights. They see, you know, Minervini's returns or our returns or whatever the returns are. And they're like, oh, I want that. This is the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. Are you looking to take the guesswork out of trading? Well, you need to get the Secret Investing Book. It's the underground playbook that 10-minute stock traders are using to take the guesswork out of trading every single day. You can get your free copy over at secretinvestingbook.com. That's secretinvestingbook.com. Be sure to like, subscribe, and watch all of our past episodes over at sharevision.com. Good afternoon, traders. I apologize. I am slightly tardy to today's trading room. How are y'all doing today? Happy uh, September 15th. Year of our Lord, 2022. Tyler is here already. Hey, man, thanks for saying hi. If you're here, let me know if I'm saying hi. I'd love to say hi right back to you. I finally got a haircut. My hair was out of control. That's why I was wearing the hat for the last way too long. <laughs> but yeah, back in business. Uh, speaking of back in business, um, I was planning the web class for next Friday. That's the 20, what is the next Friday? 23rd, Friday the 23rd. Uh, just a quick reminder, um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, next week, I am out. I will be at a conference as a participant and I'm not going to be able to manage my trades clearly. And when you don't have the ability to manage your trades, the one thing you can do is get flat, meaning you sell everything you get back to cash because anything can happen, right? It could be fantastic during that time. It could also be terrible during that time. But if you don't have the mental capacity to handle that, you don't need to be there. So uh, that's my word of warning. So tomorrow I will be taking off any trades we have on currently. And um, then I will not be initiating any new trades on Friday. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'll be out. But you can find me in the Discord. I'm really enjoying the Discord. I hope you guys are too. Good morning to Isaac. How you doing, man? Maria? It's it just turned after twelve o'clock for Maria. So good afternoon, Maria. Ernie, what's up, dude? Donna, yeah, Donna. We planned that. That was the plan, right? It was the plan all along. Where are you going? It's probably going to be a lot more fun. I, my butt will be numb for the next, you know, nine hours of CPE credits that I'll be building up each day. Um, Brian, good to see you. Jaskaran, hey man, how's it going? All right, let's uh, let's get into day trades. And let's talk about what happened today. Today was an interesting day. All right, so I took one trade today, and it was not one that worked, unfortunately. But took one trade this morning at 9.54 Central Time, so 10.54 Eastern here at 33.91.18. Now, this was on the uh, the moving averages crossing down. Also, I was watching the advanced decline line during that time. Wait for that to come up. And it was right up here. And I was like, surely it's got to come down. Surely. So the blue line is moving average of the advanced decline line. The black line is the actual advanced decline line. That's the number of stocks that are going up versus the number of stocks going down. Think of it as intraday market breadth. It was up there, and I'm like, I don't know about this. It is just, I'm surprised that price is moving down. 
with the advanced decline line seeing, you know, uh, pointing north, if you want to think of it that way. So it's like, all right, we got new lows. Our moving averages crossed over. I'm going to go for it. And then, you know, two candles later, I was out. During that time, the advanced line did come back down. So I was right just a little early. Uh, and then it chopped sideways. And in the Discord, I did mention, hey, you know what? Today's just not the day to be aggressive. Um, what did I say? Uh, Sebastian, yeah. He was trying to get in as everything was moving down. And that's when I said, yeah, just today's not the day to be aggressive. With the trend uh, not really showing up and just chopping us back and forth. But now, I and clearly, I was not watching it. Uh, I kind of decided earlier on in the day that it was too choppy. Uh, now it has definitely come through. And that's the thing with trading, right? You need to be open-minded, okay? Um, and be oh, be indifferent uh, to taking those small losses and be open to whenever those wins come. Remember, it is uh, rigid in the plan, flexible in the outcome. Flexible in the outcome means you don't know where it's going to go, but you do know you're going to follow your plan and get out if it's wrong. Uh, who else is here? Donna's going to Oregon. That sounds like fun. Oregon is so beautiful. Victor, hey man, good to see you. Good to see you. Okay, so that's it for today. Just one quick trade, one one in, one out, and then it went sideways. And I was like, I'm not participating for the rest of the day. So let's move on to the market analysis. All right, welcome to the 10 minute trading room. This is how to trade in 10 minutes a day and exactly how to take the guesswork out of trading. And with our 10 minutes to freedom trading strategy, it always starts with the market. We need to see when we're bearish, we need to see the 10 under the 20 with price under the 50. Let's go to the daily and take a look at that. Yes. Okay. The 10 is the blue. That's under the black line. That's a 20. Price is under the red line. That's a 50. So this is clearly a bearish trend. Next, MMFI is uh, this one. And that's at 37 today. About unchanged from yesterday. But in the Discord yesterday afternoon, I was like, hey, there's a new feature in TrendSpider that shows market breadth, and it's really, really similar to MMFI. I mean, like, the results were almost on top of each other, and I was like, I'm going to start using this. So if you want to add this to your TrendSpider, I just found it yesterday, like I said. I'm going to move my fat head out of the way so you can see it better. Look at that. All right. So this can be found if you go into other data right here. Then go to market breadth, click that checkbox, and it'll turn it on. When you get here, you have the option of different market breadths. You can look at the S&P or whatever sector you want, which I thought was pretty cool. Then you can assign a value to define that market breadth. If it's over the 50, over the 200, if it's the advanced decline line, like I was talking about earlier, or different highs or lows. And I was like, wow, that is so cool. So the S&P above the 50-day is pretty much the same thing as uh, the MMFI. And if we look at its value today, it's at 36. Uh, MMFI shows 38. So they're basically the same. And I was like, this is pretty dang sweet. So yeah, I went ahead and I marked that up on the chart at, with a, a, a line at 50. And you can actually, this is cool too, you can go to any stock and it'll still show the market breadth. It just won't keep your notes on there, right? If you had the, the 50 line like I had, it won't show anymore. But yeah, there it was. So I thought that was pretty sweet. A nice upgrade from TrendSpider. So I wanted to go ahead and include that. But to the point, it is below 
the 50%. So we're good on that to be short. Now I'm going to just drop it off so we don't need to look at it anymore. Uh, Fin Club came through with a uh, a day where it glitches, and that does happen. But when it's all red like this, we know from experience that that means it is a red day. Now we have this bearish, this bearish, and this bearish. And if you know what that means, today's an offensive day. All market conditions are lined up, but we need to start with our existing positions. Uh, Brian's talking to Donna. Visit Crater Lake. So the... The plan now is to do one thing and one thing only with our existing positions, and that's to reduce risk. I'll always say that. Reduce risk. So we have one open position on. It's using our new broken wing butterfly, broken wing butterfly plus the long put option. Um, if we went to that exact setup, it would look something like this. You really couldn't put that on today as a fresh trade. Reason being is that because of the movement of the stock and the movement of the option prices, uh, if you remember, the break-even point is actually at 72.52 on this trade. But if you were to put it on right now, uh, your break-even point is almost where it's at right now. So you couldn't put it on today. But what I'm excited about is, and this is what I was trying to mention earlier, I want to use the web class for next Friday, really breaking down this spread, breaking down this why I think it's a great spread, what we could definitely do in the future with it. In fact, let me let me change the expiration date so you can see it a little bit better, what it's supposed to look like. What I think we can do with it. Oh, man, I'm going to have to move a couple things around. Yeah, like that, that looks like about right. The point is, is having the broken wing butterfly to help offset the value of the put if it's not working. So this is the broken wing butterfly. You can find it in page 124 of the Secret Investing Book if you need it. I always keep a copy handy on my desk. I believe it is page 124. Yeah. Page 124 of the Secret Investing Book, which you have a copy of, uh, explains the broken wing butterfly. Now, what I like about this is if we just add the long put, we've now taken this high probability trade and made it unlimited profitability and high probability. Something that I've really wanted for a long, long time. Um, and whenever you do that, it makes your put a lot easier to manage, right? Because like I said, the break-even point on this is actually at 72.52. The stock could go up $4 from here and we would still profit which is pretty sweet. So um, because of that, we've got to have different sell rules. So with this trade, with this spread, which I haven't named yet, part of what I want to do uh, in the near future is work on coming up with a name for it. So we can say um, internally, I'm calling it the mega bear, <laughs> just, just so I can keep track of my notes, the mega bear, but it's a broken butterfly plus a long put. The sell rules on this are a little different, right? Previously, we're looking at uh, selling into strength or a trailing exit. This one, because it does have that high probability setup here, where it can go the opposite way for a little bit, and you are still profitable. When we put it on, it was 72.52. So the sell rules that I'm building for this 
keep until it closes beyond the break-even point. So if it goes the other direction and it closes above 72.52 on GE in this case, then yeah, it's clearly over. Um, we definitely we need to get out. And at the end of that time, uh, or expiration, because it will expire and it'll expire tomorrow. Now, if the trend is still ex- uh, still intact when it expires tomorrow. We can look to roll to next week. Like I say, I am not planning on doing this because I won't be able to manage my positions while I'm in a conference. But going forward, if the trend is still intact, which you can see it is, there's no reason to get out, you can look to roll to the next week. Otherwise, close the full position now. So a little bit different strategy here, a little bit different sell rules. But the point is that you got to have a plan. That's how you take the guesswork out of trading. Should I take it off? Should I keep it on? Gotta have rules. So that's what I've been building right here, the rules, which are a little different. Uh, but yeah, taking a look at GE. GE looks sharp as a knife. No problems there. If you want to see us actually trailing in its back test really beautifully, let's go to five day bearish run. Uh, it's actually outperforming its back test a little bit on the bearish side. So yeah, it looks really sharp. Uh, so I'm not doing anything with this trade today. Uh, it's not to the point of adding another unit. Right now, it's showing on my screen a gain of 41% on this trade, which I'm pretty dang happy about. Let me show you. So GE on my screen is showing a gain of 41%. That's all I got right now, but that's a solid trade. Pretty happy with that. Now, the plan tomorrow, like I say, will be to close it no matter what. Um, But if you wanted to leave it on and everything continued on, you could definitely do it. But that'll be a discussion we can have tomorrow afternoon. So nothing to do in GE. We have started with our existing position. So now let's go on to the next step, which is running the charts. The easiest, fastest, bestest way to do this is with the AI chart bearish power scanner. So while that runs, let me uh, tell you guys about um, Dr. Sinclair had some really great ideas. So he and I were chatting and he's like, listen, you know, Mark, Uh, Some of the other people that I've learned from, they really push um, the fundamentals, Chris. I'm like, I know, I know. But also a lot of people that I learned from, uh, especially like Tom Basso, like they didn't care what stock at all, as long as price is moving. So Dr. Sinclair had a good idea, and he said, maybe you should take a look at the Petrosky score, which has a lot of um, things built into it. And I was like, you know what? That's not a bad idea, because if we can get something that is fundamentally looking strong, then combining it with the charts looking strong, that's exactly what Mark does, combining it with the charts looking strong, that could be some pretty sweet setups here. So um, that's something I'm exploring. I'm not ready to shift over to that right now. The top stock list is a download that I get from, um, what is it, Uh, barchart.com. It's the most active options, which is where everybody's at right now, right? You want liquidity, so that's why uh, I go there. But now we're going to clone this watch list, which has 100 names on it. We're going to go open up our scanning help file. We're going to click the blue button. And we're going to take this first group and drop it in the relative strength scanner. Edit, pay special values, and sell A5. Now, there could be a lot that come through today. As we have written down, this is how you take the guesswork out of trading. If a lot come through... Start with the highest relative strength. Well, no. Start with the lowest relative strength because we bring bearish. 
and then work up. So that's the plan. Let's see who comes through. Oh, not that many in this first group. Okay. So copy these, paste them in my other list real quick, edit, and repeat. We're going to go to the second tranche here. Oh, man, I didn't save. Just a second. Edit. Copy that. Paste it there. Hit save before I forget. Now we copy this group. Select all. Drop it back in A5 again. Edit, paste special values. And with the Petrosky score, it's not anything we have to do differently. It's just a list of stocks. Um, just exactly like the, the top stock list we're using. Dot is going east. All right, let's see what it pulls through. Only one, two, CLF and X, okay. Edit. Now let's go to our last group. Edit, pay special values. Now the reason we do this is we want to get into the stocks that, since we're going short, are not just looking bad on the chart, but looking the worst compared to themselves and compared to the market. We want to find the absolute worst and roll that um, roll that trend as far as we can. Jump on that trend. All right, just waiting for this to finish up. There we go. And only one PLB. Surprisingly few came through. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to back test these. And because there's so few, we're not, we're not going to have to worry about it. Usually we only start with the lowest and work to the highest when there's a ton. But we only have like six or so. So we're going to go through each one of these real quick. What we're looking for is um, positive expectancy and the best trend line, either the five or the 10 day. And then once we have that, we're going to see if it exceeds the second and third buy points, moving one ATR from entry. So let's go start at Han Honeywell on the daily strategy test. Uh, let's start with 10-day bearish full hit run. If you need the backtesting criteria, you can get it in the trading room right here. And it will give you a step-by-step -step video once it loads on exactly how to do that. All right, so this says a negative 5.62%. When we see a negative number, that's a negative expectancy, and we don't want it. So I'm going to mark it red, and we won't come back. Um, this is Home Depot. Yeah, we saw this one the other day. I'm going to mark it blue because I know that that one passes. Monster. 9.47 on the 10-day. 14 on the 5-day. So I'm going to mark this with a 5-day. 5. No, not F, 5. Day, there we go. And then mark it blue. We'll come back. CSX, negative there. So mark it red. X, ooh, we traded X before. I remember that. Yeah, that's why you have sell rules right there. Because when it 
works and then changes its mind, you don't know how high it's going to go. It doubled. Look at that. It doubled. 16 up to, well, almost doubled. 16 to 25. Wow. Holy moly. All right. But a new entry set up for today. So 141 on the five day. 143 on the 10 day. We can roll the five day. It's only two points difference. Keeps the, the risk tighter. CLF, negative. PLD, positive on the 10 day. Positive on the 20 day, or on the five day. So it's 20% and 22%. Same thing with X. Let's go with the five day just because it's only two points difference. It's not a meaningful difference and it'll keep that risk even tighter. Okay. So this is blue. We have four blue today, HD monster X and PLD type these in real quick. HD MSTR X PLD. All right. Let's see where the lowest relative strength is at. I don't know what happened to monster, but we lost it here. So lowest relative strength is HD, Home the Depot, followed by PLD and X. Okay, let's start with HD. What I want to do real quick, right quick, is look at... Oh yeah, we caught this a couple days ago, right? And it definitely performed, for sure. Okay, um, what we want to do first is make sure that it'll pass a second and third buy point before we go any further. 255.22, and this is on, the, uh, I didn't write it down, but it was the 10 day. I remember seeing my note a minute ago, 10 day. 255.22. Oh, it doesn't have room. Check it out. So that's at 270 right there. So 255, that would be our third buy point. So it has had a great move, but it does not have a back test to show it would continue on with this move. So passing on HD, that's okay. Uh, I don't know what happened to monster. We'll move next to PLD. Mark HD red, we won't come back. PLD and monster on mark red. I don't know what happened to it, that's okay. PLD. Uh, we were going to run on the five day, if I remember. What happened to my notes? Five day was 20%. 10 day was 22%. Yeah, I know I wrote this down. You guys saw me. Okay, write it again. Five day. Done. All right, and the PLD needs to go south of 109, or it just changed, 110. South of 110. 110, come on. Trend spiders fight me today. 110. Market blue. That'd be the third buy point. Third buy point. Cool. All right. So from that perspective, it's set up there. Now let's move into, it does exceed the third buy point. Let's go, and we're moving up 
Fill out the relative strength. I wonder if we can build this spread. Let's go to PLD's options real quick and see how liquid it is. If we can build that that mega bear spread that I talked about the other day, now we can't. It's only on weekly or only monthlies, which is fine, but we're not going to be able to build that spread out, which is also fine. Let's look at open interest. Okay, PLD. The only strike that I would trade is this one because that one's a day off. There's no liquidity there. We need at least 250 in the money. There's nothing there. Hey, Yorn. Good to see you. We're trading today. It's an offensive day, but we have not had any luck yet. X is our last opportunity. Let's go look at X. X is U.S. Steel. Five-day. We want to see it go below 1701 on the back test. Yeah, that looks fine. Look at that rejection on the 200-day simple. Three different times it tried to go over it and smash each time. Okay. Looking to go short on X following the five-day. Yeah, five and now let's go to the X's options. Can we build this out? Can we build out the spread? It looks like we can. Lots of liquidity here. Several hundred on all the strikes, so that's cool. All right, let's do it real quick. Let's see. X. Uh, we're not going to go with the 16th. We'll go with the 23rd. And at the money is 20.5. Close that. Close that. Close that. And close that. All right, at the money is 20.5. 19.5. I like it $5 wide. 24.5? Yeah. I don't have much credit out here, but that's okay. What if we move it to 20? See, this is why I use this tool, because you can visually very quickly see what's where. Actually, this works better, the 50 cent wide on this side. Let's see, instead of 2450, what if we did half? What if we did 250 wide? So 19.5 plus 250 should be 23. Okay, we halved the size of it and it looks really sharp. All right, I like that. And then let's go look at what puts could we buy about 21 days out? Around the 23 strike is what we're looking for. There's no liquidity there. Oh yeah, that would work. The 23 strike on September 30th. Okay, cool. Let me build this out so you can see what I'm looking at here. September, is that right? September 30th? Yes. Yeah. Add, buy put. This one goes to September 30th. Hope you guys don't mind me thinking out loud. I really hope that this helps you with me thinking out loud. All right, so the break-even point on that setup comes to 2046. 2046. Ernie says, please do. Cool. 
All right, so 2046 is the break-even point. I wonder if we can manipulate this just a little bit to raise that break-even point. I don't love the liquidity out here. This would be really the farthest one I want to look at. What if we change the strike or the uh, expiration real quick? No, that's going to have to be it. Okay. That's fine. So September 30th, 23 put there. What if we manipulate this just a smidge? 2046. Move all these up just a hair. 2030. Let's move them back a hair. 2064. That's a little better. 2064. All right, let's roll with that. 20, 20 and a half, 23. See if there's a difference here. No. All right, 20, 20 and a half, 23. Hang on real quick. Exclude. If we move this up, 50 cents. 24 versus 28. Okay. Include. All right, here's the plan. We're going to do uh, the Mega Bear until I call it something else. Uh, I will close this tomorrow. Just 100% transparency. I will close this tomorrow, but I'll put it on with you right now. So let's do it right now. Um, so this is going on the September 23rd. 20, 20 and a half, 23. Start with one contract. So you want to sell, or I'm selling... Two 20 and a halves. So that'd be selling two 20 and a halves calls. Sell two 20 and a half calls. Buying one 20 call. Sorry, it keeps popping down like that. Buying one 23 call. That's this trade here. Okay, that's this trade here. Now we're going to layer an additional component of it in order to get the unlimited profitability which is that. Now this needs to be put on in two separate trades. So two trades. Broke wing butterfly. Uh, let's see what we can get filled at. I'm keeping notes so you guys can follow along. X. Uh, September 23rd. And the more we do this, the easier it'll get. Specifically this setup here. This is nothing fancy. Start with, oh, I do want to uh, clarify real quick. However many puts you're going to buy using the relative strength scanner, however many puts you're going to buy is how many spreads you're going to go with it as well. So if it's one, it's one. If it's 10, it's 10. But start with one units. Okay, start with one lots. So one, two, one. And then at least in Tastyworks, it's really handy. You can just scale like that. So if you're doing uh, 10 puts, you do 10, 20, 10. Okay, and so we said the break-even point was going to be 20, where'd it go? 2064. Let me go get filled. All right, order's working. Let's see where I can get filled at. Not filled at 29. All right, filled. 
the actual fill price was, I have to refresh my page. Actual fill price was 27. 27? Okay. Yes, Jorn, that's coming next. Coming next. So the Brokewing Butterfly, 0 0.27. All right, so X, September 23rd, Brokewing Butterfly, two times the 20s, two times the 20.5s, one times the 20, and one times the 23. So I'll give you guys just a second here, and then we'll go fill the long put that Yorn was just asking about, which is going to be the 23 put on September 30th. So this is the Brooklyn Butterfly on X, September 23rd, 20, 20 and a half, 23. Last chance, X, September 23rd, 20, 20 and a half, 23. I got filled at 27. If you get filled anything else, let me know. I'm sure Ernie is always going to beat me like he does. All right, now let's go to long puts. Uh, before we do that real quick, let me mark on the chart here where we're getting filled at roughly 2016, $20.16. So when you do options, of course, it doesn't actually tell you the price of the stock you had when you got filled. Okay. Uh, so now we're going to go out one week from that, September 30th, to the 23 puts. Right? September 30th, 23 puts. And however many you... Um, did on the Brokewing Butterfly, you need to do the same number here. And this will be the long put. And uh, let me go to my business account, type in X, I already have X pulled up. 15 days on September 30th, 23 puts. Let's see if I can get filled. Buying to open the 23 puts, got filled. I got filled at 305. Lock that down. All right, so 305. 3.05. Now, the combination of the two, because you took in a credit here, and that was a debit, so 3.05 minus 0.27 gives you a 278 debit on this whole trade. That's what it looks like here. 2.78 total debit. Okay. I'm liking this strategy. I like it a lot. It's just wordy. <laughs> it's just really wordy. It takes extra time. But even though it does take extra time, uh, it kind of gives us bonus points if you want to think of it that way, right? If the stock goes down, we're still going to make money on the put. If the stock goes down, we're still going to make money on the Brooklyn Butterfly. If the stock stays still and the put um, doesn't really go anywhere, doesn't make any money, the Brooklyn Butterfly will continue to profit until... Oh, look at the, the the shock on my face. I can't believe this. <laughs> For the first time ever, I'm ahead of Ernie. <laughs> uh, okay, but if it goes up in price, it's currently at, what's it currently at? 2017. If it goes up to 2064, which is 2.7% above the current price right now, this will still profit by next Friday. And this is also really cool because it shows you as time goes by how this looks. This is a really sick tool. As time goes by, it shows you how this looks. And basically, if it goes down, you're going to be profitable right away. If it sits still, it's going to kind of churn. You might make a little profit, might have a tiny loss, something like that. 
but at expiration, which would be next Friday, the expiration break-even point is 2064. All right, very cool. Thank you guys for letting me talk through all that. I will mark on here real quick where the back test goes like that. And um, then we're good to go. Okay, let's go back to... I want to look at the spy real quick before we bounce out of here. Just because I can. All right, and then I want to look at GE. Oh, GE's really doing well. Okay, cool. Yeah, nothing to do in GE. That's a, a solid, solid setup. And we wouldn't close it using this setup until we hit 72.52. So I need you guys to help me think, because uh, you guys named my my swing trading strategy of uh, the 10 minutes to freedom strategy. We voted on it. We named it. It was Nima's choice. What I want to do is come up with a um, a name for this spread. And I don't know what to call it yet. Like I said, internally, I'm calling it the Mega Bear, Mega Bull, if you want to think of it that way. If you go into your secret investing book, I had a different spread using out of the money puts. I'll, sh I'll tell you what page it's. Um, I called it the better put. And it has its purpose. It's similar to this, but this is better. This is better than the better put. Uh, that's on page 127. If you want to go check that out. So the way that this one works is it's got a put spread. Or no, it was a it was a short call spread. So a bearish spread combined with a long out of the money put. The difference here is that we're doing a, a brokering butterfly, which has given us more profit uh, closer to this area, and an in the money put still. Similar setup, similar results, but in my opinion, I think this is way better. So we need to come up with a a name for the better er put <laughs> and the better er call. I don't know if I call it best call or, or, or whatever, but I'm going to come up with something on brand as well. Uh, but yeah, let's move into the final thoughts. All right, Mark tweeted this out earlier today, and I was like, ooh, that's so good. All right, so first, let's let's go to his, his initial tweet. This world we live in, this place we exist in really... That we, this place we exist in really does mean something. It's a place we're born into knowing nothing, but learn everything. He's a big advocate for learning. Through process. That's key here. Learn everything through process. And it's only and the only time this place is meaningless is when we don't embrace the journey. Okay. There's more to it than this. The journey is what matters because the destination is an end that only creates a potential for the next journey. Now, here's the real key to it. Here's the real key that I, I really liked when I was reading through this. When we look for a result without putting process first, we are deluding ourselves that success can happen by doing things in an inverse order to how the universe works. Forget about the money. How many times have I said that? Get the process right, and the success will follow automatically. This is worth so much money and why so many people fail. They focus on the money because they see the highlights. They see, you know, Minervini's returns or our returns or whatever the returns are, and they're like, oh, I want that. It's like going to the moon. Oh, I want to go to the moon. Well, in order to go to the moon... There's a lot of steps involved between going from Earth to the moon. Got to create a rocket. 
got to have the funding for it. You got to have really smart people to figure out how to do it. You got to have Yorn fly the thing. And then you get to the moon. And what Mark's talking about here is you can't just wake up one day and say, uh, you know, it's it's not law of attraction where it's like, I have a million dollars. I have a million dollars. I have a million dollars. You can have a million dollars. But first, before you do that, you got to get the process right. And the success will follow automatically. Once you get the process right, meaning small losses, big wins, repeat over and over and over, the success will follow automatically. And it's literally just a numbers game. Once you have a statistical edge, you literally just play that edge as many times as you can. Imagine if I told you that um, I would give you a million dollars cash right now. And if we flip a coin, um, well, that's, 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 that's not right. If you flip this coin enough times, you will get to a million dollars. That's actually a really good example. Okay. If you flip this coin enough times, you'll get to a million dollars. If it lands on heads, you get 26 cents. If it lands on tails, you get 25 cents. If you flip that coin enough times, you are guaranteed to get to a million dollars. Without a doubt. That's the statistical edge. It'll take a long time to get there. It will take so many occurrences to make that happen. But all you can do is do the one thing at a time. You do the one step at a time. You take the one trade at a time, knowing you have a statistical edge. And by the time this, this game is all said and done, you should be ahead. Success will follow automatically, as Mark says. So thank you all so much for coming to today's trading room. Thank you for allowing me to talk out loud as I do. Uh, I'm really looking forward to building out this uh, mega bull or mega bear spread uh, even further and making it a lot easier for us to, you know, one click. We know exactly what it's going to look like because I think this really has legs. I think this really will help our process. So thank you guys so much for coming today. Have a fantastic afternoon. I have to take my kids to the dentist for the first time since COVID, which I am pretty nervous about. <laughs> Wish me the best of luck. I'm sure I'll be coming home with uh, 64 cavities each when they only have, you know, I don't know, 20 teeth each at this point. But we'll see how it goes. You guys have a fantastic afternoon. I'll see you right back here tomorrow. Talk soon. Hey, don't forget, before you head out, head to secretinvestingbook.com right now to get your free copy of The Secret Investing Book. This is how to finally get a positively unfair advantage in the stock market. And it has 13 of the secrets that Wall Street does not want you to know. And I want to send this to you for free today. Just help me by covering shipping. And the way you can do that is by going to secretinvestingbook.com. That's secretinvestingbook.com. And I'll ship this out for you right away. Thanks so much. I'll see you there.